is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Agents Daily Podcast. My name is Weston Kirk, and today I've got a very special guest out of Arizona. He is a real estate agent out there, and he is also on the Forbes Real Estate Council. Um, name is Dave Panazzo. Am I saying the last name right? You got it. Panazzo. I was so worried about messing that part up. You nailed it. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Doing Good awesome. Deal. I got a little construction stuff going on, so you might see some workers uh, flying around. I'm I'm painting doors in my house. Okay. (laughs) So I can't shut my office door. Nice. (laughs) So um, Arizona, what part of Arizona are you from? We are in Scottsdale, Arizona. We've been out here since 1994. Um, Originally from the Midwest. My wife's from Minnesota. I'm from Indiana. One thing led to another. Now here we are and uh, haven't looked back ever since. Nice. So um, you're a real estate, you and your wife are both real estate agents out there? Yes. Okay. Yep. How did you guys get into the business? She got into the business back in 2002, okay, as a solo agent. I was in the car business at the time. Okay. And so she got her, you know, I guess her feet wet and, and started, uh, you know, doing learning and doing things. And then what I would do, which was kind of cool is, uh, you know, being in the car business and I would coach her on, on calls or, you know, how to say something to a client. And, and so fast forward, she always said, Oh my God, you'd be so good getting your license. I'm like, I don't want my license. I don't, I don't want a license. You got to be official when you have a license. And um, one thing led to another and we started uh, flipping homes and doing things like that. And, you know, the real estate bug really bit me. And then Four years ago, I finally got my license and it's been, it's been crazy. It's been really, really crazy. It was just her and I and a little part-time assistant. And okay. you know, now we have it to a point to where we have, we have two support people, four salespeople and uh, wow. yeah, kicking ass, taking names. That's what's up. And so y'all own the, y'all are, y'all own the brokerage or? No, no. We work for HomeSmart. Oh, That's me too. the brokerage. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> that's the brokerage so we keep it really i mean there's really no reason to have your own realty company um you know a lot of people i don't know they they like the the sound of their own name and their real estate company but who gives a shit right now i'm the same way and i i really um i was with exit before that's kind of something i figured was when i was there i was paying quite a bit more in desk fees um, they're taking 30% out of my cuts. And when I got on, they told me they're going to give me leads and they did, but those leads came from like Quicken loans and other places that charge that referral. And it's like, by the time you're done paying that, what you're actually taking home and then you still have to pay taxes on that. Like it just, to me, didn't seem very sustainable. So that's why I ended up going with home smart. And actually it's funny. Um, before when I, when I hopped on with them, I was actually living in uh, Denver, Colorado last year. And I worked for Jeep up there. So I was in car sales as well. And uh, it was, I I feel like I wouldn't be half as good as what I'm doing right now if I didn't have that experience selling cars, because that was the most like difficult, but rewarding job I think I've ever had, you know, and it's just cool. Uh, What, what company did you work for selling cars? Chevrolet. 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 Yep. And, and once again, the car business is the last of the gladiators, you know, that's, that's (laughs) just hand to hand combat. Yeah. Um, you know, I got out in 2005, but 
you know, even back then the business was changing and, you know, I still got buddies in the car business and, and they're still to this very day. It's just like, I don't know how the hell they do it. I know, man. I was like, I couldn't, it was, it's fun for the time being, but I just couldn't, I know I, that's not something I could do forever. It's um, a grind. Yeah. Um, but I think one thing good that kind of comes from that is, is when I, I remember when I was working at like, cause I, I was a real estate agent before going over to Jeep and, uh, what I, I, I was in college at the time, so I couldn't really afford to get leads or like, I didn't know what a quality lead really was, you know? Right. Um, so it, I think one thing just for anybody watching that's like, uh, maybe younger thinking about what jobs to kind of develop skills to be maybe an entrepreneur or salesperson or whichever word you kind of want to fill in there is, um, learning how to sell to somebody on someone else's dime is good to know just because you can learn those conversions you kind of see what internet leads do and, and once you're kind of once you play them out on, again on someone else's dime nobody can really kind of get you when they sell you those leads or 100 percent. yeah and i think you know a lot of i think the entrepreneur spirit the young guys and gals out there you got to be careful it's like everyone wants to be their own boss and be a millionaire by the time they're 30 okay Mm-hmm. I think it's very important that, like you said, piggybacking on that is go work for others and be the best employee that that, that, that person has ever seen. If you're going to be a janitor, be the best janitor you're going to be. If you're going to be a salesperson, be the best salesperson. Be the best, because if you can't be the best at working for someone else, how do you think you're going to be able to survive as an entrepreneur or as a solo business owner, um, you know, out there in this world. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And that was something I kicked myself so hard for. Cause so uh, just, just for context, I guess about a year ago or maybe, no, I'm sorry. I moved back to Texas in March. So I was up in Denver for about a year. And like I said, I was licensed in Texas. And when I got up there, I didn't have my license in Colorado. So I had, I obviously could not sell home. So started right. off at state farm. And I went from, like, and it, it really sucked because I started in leasing and I worked at a lot of minimum wage jobs in college. And then finally, like I got my real estate license and I got kind of a taste for those bigger checks. Yeah. And it was like, crap, I moved up to Colorado kind of like for a girl. And then it just, I, I didn't, I didn't have, I was, I was literally making, uh, I had, I had stuff in savings and stuff, but I was making at State Farm. I remember he paid, he was paying me 10 or $12 an hour plus $2 per like, transfer or sale because I was like the starter and I just remember sitting there and the whole time every day the only thing going through my head I was like oh my god if I would have just worked this hard for myself as I am for this guy that is ripping me off (laughs) right I'd be somewhere you know and and I that never left me even when I when I left State Farm and went to Jeep and even now I just like that feeling of just it's I wouldn't say regret because it was a learning curve for sure and I had it's something I think I had to learn and I had to have someone force me to make these calls and you know pressure me to make 200 300 when I would never do that on my own um right and well and, you don't you don't you don't appreciate it at that point. right and yeah. then and then when you do and and you kind of like when you just kind of face that fear head on it's like it's it's you I feel like you just step back into it a different animal you know and um that I guess that's kind of what um, I know you said you you teach uh you do some sort of consulting and sales training on the side um I, I would just I guess ask for somebody that maybe has got their license and it's their first year 
and um they're maybe they're making like 30 cold calls a day and they're they're doing stuff but not a whole lot of numbers you know like um they don't understand maybe how much they have to do in order to get that deal and um how to make it sustainable in real estate like what would be your advice to somebody getting started like that that's you know that that is gonna maybe take that initiative um but maybe for them to understand how much it takes so they know how much initiative to take if that makes any sense well you know once again it's it's all of it okay mm-hmm. and what i mean by that is if your personal life is in disarray that is not going to equivalent to your business side being organized you can't be super organized in business and have your personal life all just all jacked up okay so it's all of it it's making your bed in the morning having your car you know a total reflection of what kind of person you are i'd like to see everyone's inside of their car what does the inside of their car look like is there a piece in my car you might find three pieces of lint okay yeah you know some people they have the empty bags of garbage and trash and this and that so what does your business look like? And so yeah. I think when you really break it down, you got to look at Monday through Sunday. What does my schedule look like? What's the perfect week look like? Right. And so when do you make your cold calls? When do you go, you know, uh, working your sphere? When do you go touring homes? What does all that look like? And put it in a schedule and, a, and abide to the schedule mm-hmm. because you're, you're the boss. Yeah. So you need to look in the mirror and say, well, what are you going to do today, Dave? Oh, I'm just going to wing it. Okay. Well, if you wing it, you're going to wing your income. And so that's the piece that, you know, when new people ask me, well, what do I do? And I tell them that it's not sexy. It's not exciting. It sounds really boring, but guess what? If you do that consistently across every week, 52 weeks in the year, I guarantee you by the end of that first year, you're going to have your shit together. Okay. And, yeah. and that's the part that everyone wants to hear some secret that's going to make them millions. It yeah. doesn't work that way. Yeah. And, and I think that that's, it's boring. Being consistent is boring. It is very boring. Okay. <laughs> and it's exhausting. It's, it's, it's super boring. I mean, yeah. let's face it. If you know, you want to lose 20 pounds, here's what you need to do it. Everyone's like, well, can I do this? Or can I do that to, to cheat? No, you're going to get fake results. Yeah. And so yeah. you got to build that foundation. If you're going to be in this business for the long haul and not try to hit it and get it and get rich quick, you have to build a foundation for everything in your business. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing at a time. Yeah, that's good. Um, what would you, how did you go about building that foundation for your business when you got started out there in Arizona? Well, you know, my wife had already been around for a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of things that, you know, being a solo agent, there's only so much you can do. Right. She had a ton of great ideas, but couldn't execute them because she was busy being a solo agent. And so when I came on, you know, I started looking at some different marketing ideas and branding and things like that to where one thing led to another, once again, being consistent on social media, being consistent Mm -hmm. on, you know, what we're doing for our sphere and doing a yearly party and things like that next thing you know, you have this whole thing going and you look back going, holy shit, like, I can't believe what we've accomplished, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure, man. I was, that's kind of, it's funny you say that too, about like being organized. And I think, I think, um, from my perspective, I think 
the hardest thing I've went through, and I've kind of talked about this with other people, but the the hardest thing actually for me is just um, the ability to consistently maintain because I have no problem uh, with the, I, I like maybe some days I, I don't want to prospect, but that's not the issue ever for me. Like acquiring it comes, I feel like is the easy part, but I've realized really quick that I could have a great month or a great couple but if you don't manage that and you don't just sit, like you said, clean your room or clean those, like just, cause that's your world, you know, like, and, and it, it's everything outside of that is a reflection on your relationships, the way that the, your room looks, your car looks. And, um, it's, you're, you're a thousand percent right. And I, like last night, just alone, one thing I've been trying to get a lot better at that's helped me personally is just, um, I've always written down my goals and I'm always, you know, I'm always very like goal oriented like that, but, one thing that I've never done, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but it, until literally, I think, uh, about a week ago, and I feel like it's just helped me feel more stable in things, is um, doing the, the thing that everybody said is the one-year, five-year, ten-year plan. And um, I, I was watching a, a video with Kevin O'Leary, and he was saying that, uh, you know, all the businesses that come on, that the ones that typically will get a deal with us can explain what they do in 60 seconds and why they're the person to do it. So that's something that I kind of tried to do in my, when I'm journaling these things is I'm writing down my goals and like, I won't, I'm either crossing things off and I get addicted to it. Cause I can sit there for hours and it's like, right. It's just like, okay, why, what am I, what is the end result for this? And why am I the person that should do it? Right. And like, that's with everything on my goals for that. Um, Cause I realized this year when starting this YouTube and podcast, I've, had goals that were like views and just kind of dumb things for the first year, but I didn't know what to reference to. And it's like, well, those things aren't really paying. This isn't really a, it is, a, I'm, I'm molding the business, but it's not that model yet. So I think that's just a really good point. What you said there, as far as the maintaining, um, I know you've got to go kind of soon, but I want to, I do want to ask real quick before we kind of hop off of this. Yeah, is, we got, we got another, we got another seven minutes. We got okay. plenty of time. Okay. Um, uh, so I just, I saw on the Instagram bio, you know, uh, you guys, it was, I don't know if it's you and your wife both or just you, but that said that you were a uh, real estate on the real estate council for Forbes. And that was pretty impressive to me, you know? <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm just curious, a, I guess, our first question is how did you land a gig like that? One thing led to another, um, I had to apply for it and okay. got accepted. And so what I do is, uh, right now I kind of kicked it up a little bit. I'm doing about an article every week, every two weeks. And what's exciting about that is that I get to share the little dumb, dumb things, the little, you know, the little behind the, the, the stuff in between like A, B, and C, I'm filling in that in between piece. And, you know, everyone once again wants to know, well, what's the shortcut? How do you get there? There is none. Okay. So I like to share with others, like what I've gone through. And once again, you can take my failures as your own experience, because if you do the same thing I did, then shame on you. Okay. Yeah. I've already given you a roadmap of, you know, yeah. don't do this. Well, I can do it better. No, it typically doesn't work that way, but yeah. nonetheless, you got to try it, you know, and, and I did the same thing when I was younger, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been very, yeah, it's been very gratifying to, to be able to share my experiences and some of the things that I do with my team and myself you know, to get to that next level. Cause we're all shooting for that next level. It's just, how do you get there? Yeah. Once again, being consistent, it's, really, yeah. it's, it's, there's the tip of the day consistency and don't yeah. be consistent doing the wrong stuff either. Right. 
Yeah, and and, and a lot of and I, I always tell uh, my buddy Mason he does we do the podcast kind of together in the office and stuff. But I always tell him because he he he's newer to hopping on the YouTube stuff with me, um, you know, and just I, I do one every day, so I just have a feel for it now. And he's like, sometimes I'll put stuff out there and it just makes no sense at all. But I'm just right. I'm like, dude, you just have to throw shit at the wall. Like, just throw shit at the wall and, like, build those analytics for a year. And that's why, you know, now I have analytics of, like, just based off of what I was trying to do. And um, it's kind of cool to just just watch over time how that kind of grows and stuff. But Yeah, cool. Uh, but, yeah, man. Um, do you have – is where, where can everybody find you on social media? Um, is there anything you wanted to kind of – plug in or yeah i mean if you guys follow me i'm, I'm always doing I, I i kind of feel like i do different things you know i'm not always uh showing off houses and stuff because obviously i'm a realtor and that's what we do i like to share some of that behind the scenes stuff but you can find me on uh ig at the panazzo team uh facebook youtube just plug in the panazzo team and you'll find us right there good deal and i'll, I'll link it down in the description too for anybody that wants to find you so I really do appreciate you taking the time and hopping on this. It was, uh, I feel like I learned some stuff and absolutely. Uh, hopefully we could do this again sometime. We definitely got to stay connected. Maybe we'll do yeah. a little check, check up from the head up uh, yeah. at the end of the first quarter or second quarter for sure. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Awesome. All, All right, right, man. We'll have a great Christmas and a happy new year. Yeah, you as well. Thank you.